Fab. Okay. Well, um, so Jonathan asked me a few weeks ago if I would mind, wouldn't mind stepping in and then said, all you're going to do is you're going to talk about uh, 1 Peter 13, sorry, 1 Peter 1 verse 13 to 21. So I thought it'd be really good to read that because then I feel with confidence and integrity I can say to Jonathan, yes, we read that. That's fine. And then we're going to move on and do something else. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, so uh, let's all read this together. Apologies for the small uh, print there. If you want to read it in your Bibles, then uh, find it. 1 Peter 1. Uh, New Testament, I believe, somewhere near the back. Uh, we'll probably have got to it by the time uh, you found it. But it's all good. So, let's start. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober... Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in England. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life, handed down to you from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Fantastic. Thank you for that. So, so that's, that's what we're looking at. And when Jonathan gave me this, I went away and reflected for a little while. Excuse the mirror thing, again. Um, and this is what I thought, this is what we're going to talk about. So it's kind of the same thing, but expressed slightly differently. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. This is Paul talking to the Corinthian church, so lots of new young Christians. And what wouldn't, have they, what wouldn't they have had at the time? They wouldn't have had the Gospels. So they wouldn't have known. They wouldn't have known. Uh, they wouldn't have maybe some wouldn't have met Jesus. They wouldn't have known a lot about Jesus. So what Paul says to these young Christians is, follow me as I imitate Jesus. So I'm going to try and show you what Jesus did. And I want you to, to follow and imitate that because that's kind of like the, the learning. So follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I don't know about you, I find that really challenging. So um, what I'd like to do, I need four volunteers. Four volunteers. Jonathan, thank you, fantastic. That'll be called, mate, brilliant. Always good to volunteer. Sorry, yes? Yeah, you know, go for it. That's good, yeah, yeah. You won't get wet, it's just Jonathan gets wet. That's it, fab. Uh, another, Ralph, right to see Ralph? Is Ralph here? Oh yeah, he preached. Yeah, Ralph, come on. Ralph, come, where is he? Ralph, come up. Come on, you you are volunteering. Uh, who else? Who else? You have? Is anyone studying to be a midwife? Anyone? Stu- oh, just one. Okay, so what we come? 
Fantastic. Well done. Well done, love. That's good. Okay, so we've got four volunteers. What have these four people got in common? Okay. The Bible says, we're just going to look at a couple of verses. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good work. So we talked a little bit about that this morning, some bits and pieces people are called to do. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. So God's prepared some good works for not just these four, but these four particularly, they're going to be a picture of this, but for everyone to do. So that means, Nick, God's prepared something for you to do. John, prepared something for you to do, definitely. Uh, Ian, God's prepared stuff for you to do that only you can do. And then, from Jeremiah 29, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, and not to harm you. So this is, this is obviously in the Bible, so I'm not saying this, because obviously I, I, I might choose to wet you. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But it so declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I hope you'd agree with me. That's quite a positive state. Is everyone up for that? Anyone thinking, hmm? Good, good answer. Right answer. So, we know that the Lord has plans for us, plans to prosper you, all four of you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. But we also know that you're created in Christ Jesus to good works, which he's prepared in advance for you to do. So we're going to... Uh, so can I help you? Are you having a rest? Come on, you? Right, you, you just decide, right, what I need to do... Look, come, come in, don't be shy. So, um, I need to pick a letter... A, B, C, or D. And depending on which one you pick, it depends on what you're going to be asked to do this morning. Okay, so, who wants to go first? Ralph. <laughs> Can you go first? A, fantastic. Come with me, Ralph. Sit on that chair for us, please. Good effort. Okay. Um, D, like my grades at school. D, oh, see what, see what you did there. Okay, what I need you to do, Jonathan, is just come with me. What I'm going to do is walk up here. Just walk up here. And then in your best turn at the top, you don't have to do that, it's up to you. And then walk back down here. Fantastic. So that's what you need to do. So I'll give you a rest for a minute just while we sort out the last two. E. Fantastic. I'm glad you said that because the E option is this. Come with me. So what you need to do is like, come, here, you need, come on, speed up, speed up, come on. Did you have a good sleep last night? I hope so. Come on, keep going. Keep going. Now this is where it gets tricky, yours. So you're going to go down here. Excuse us, Jonathan, please. Come through, thank you. And you're going to go around here. So what you're doing, now keep up, come on, come on. What you're going to do, you're going to do a figure eight. So where are you going to go now when you get to here? Figure of eight, where are you going? Back down here, correct, that's it. So you're going to come around here. Oh, it's a bit tiring, this preaching thing, I tell you. Come on, keep up, keep up, keep up. Keep going. That's it. And then, so it's a figure of eight, so where are you going? Back down here, that's right, okay. Fantastic. So have you got that? You got that, yeah? Fab, right, wait. Have a sit down again for a minute, because I think you may need it. That's good. Which one do you want? C. Oh, you've got the... Yeah, C. Right, come with me. So you're coming here? <laughs> come on, so bit of effort, love, come on. 
I know you've had a good night's sleep last night. Come on. You're going to work off some of that barbecue. Come on, keep going. Okay. Fantastic. So you're just doing a circuit. Have you got your phone so you can count your steps? Unlucky. Okay. So we're good. You know what you're doing? Excellent. You stay where you are, Ralph. Right, so off we go, guys. If you'd like to start doing what I uh, showed you to do. Keep going. Good effort. Fantastic. Brilliant. Now, I can't remember what I'm meant to do now. You keep going, guys. I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute. It's good. You right there, Ralph? Yeah, don't overdo it. It's good. Yeah, keep going, guys. A bit more effort, so make it look like you're enjoying yourself, look. You're in church. What's not to enjoy? Come on. Do a figure of eight, whichever way. Brilliant. Doing really well there, Jonathan. Good effort. It's good. It's good. Fantastic. What time do we finish? About 12, isn't it? That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Keep going, guys. That's good. How's it going? Are we, are we all right? You all right, sir? Enjoying it? Glad you came this morning? Not really. Fantastic. So we've got four different journeys going on here. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. No sitting down halfway. Keep going. Figure of eight. That's it. Good job. That's what happens when you choose E, when there's only A, B, C, D. But it's all good. You keep going. It's good. Valuable lesson you've learned this morning. Okay. So... Who do we think, keep going, no, keep going, keep going, keep going, look, come on, don't, don't mind me, you just keep going for it. So who do we think has got the easiest, uh, whoa, 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 no, come on, you keep sitting down, no, come on, right, we've got, we have one jogging, please, come on, keep going, keep going, it's, there's, there's a reason, I'm getting to the reason bit, I think, let me check my notes, is there a reason? There is a reason, that's good. So keep, keep going, you'll be, you'll be fine, all this exercise is good for you. So who do we think has got the easiest journey here. Who's doing the easiest journey? Uh, if you think it's so, put your hand up. If you think it's Ralph, put your hand up. If you think it's... Sorry, I've, I've got something. Elizabeth. If you think it's Elizabeth, put your hand up. Yeah, quite right, Joyce. You can join her in a minute. Uh, and Jonathan, if you think it's Jonathan. So we're all saying that we think Ralph has got the easiest journey. Let's just look back... At this, keep going guys, keep going, doing well, keep going, so it's good. For we are God's handiwork created in, in Christ Jesus, do good works, for which God prepared in advance for us to do. And he has plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. So we've all got different plans. God hasn't got one plan. For everyone, God has different plans. These four guys are ably demonstrating four different journeys, four different plans. Elizabeth, can't believe you sat down again. Though. Come on, keep going. I'll buy you a cake from the cake stall afterwards, as I think, so you can replace all that energy. So God has different plans and purposes for each of us. So actually, Ralph's isn't the easiest. Ralph's journey is what Ralph needs to do. Jonathan's journey is what Jonathan needs to do. Elizabeth is enjoying 
doing Elizabeth's journey, and so she's not enjoying it, but she is doing So's journey, which is doing the circuits. The danger is, we need to, well, we need to know what it is that God's prepared for us to do. And that's the challenge for each of us, to know that. And sometimes we can think, actually, I'd like to do what Ralph's doing, because I could do that. But God's given Ralph what God wants Ralph to do. God's given Jonathan what he wants Jonathan to do. So we need to be careful not to look at others and think, oh, I wish I could do that. Because that's not okay. That's not what God's given you to do. God's given each of us a specific thing. There are some things in this world that that God has designed and planned for you to do. If you don't do them, then who will? God knows you. God's prepared you. God's prepared Ralph for 96 years, no, 87 years, sorry, a bit of inflation, for 87 years to do this. All that Ralph has done before has been building to what he wants Ralph to do now. And at the moment, what he wants Ralph to do is this. Because he's equipped him for him, he's prepared him for him, he's given him everything he needs to do this. So I want to encourage you this morning to think, don't look at others, don't look at what God might be doing in someone else, but take time to really understand whether you're 8, whether you're 28, whether you're 68, whether you're 108, or whether you're just 99, David, youngster. Take time to work out what it is that God's got for you, because he has plans for each of us. Thank you, guys. Can we give them a, I don't know, I feel like we should do more than a clap, but thank you. Brilliant, thank you. Yeah, that's good. Hey? I need a hand up. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> you will be robbed of what it is that God's got for you if you spend all your time comparing or looking at someone else. That's not God's plan for you. God's plan is that you seek him, you find him, and you understand what it is that he has for you. One thing on, on that particular thing which demonstrated was these guys were all doing it on their own. And one of the joys of being part of a church uh, is that you are part of community. We're not designed to be on our own. So I want to encourage you today uh, to, 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 um, to really do some homework. And I'll talk about your homework in a minute. But the homework isn't something you can do on your own. You'll need to do it with someone else. But I want to encourage you to think about what it is that God's got for you right now. It might be that you are sat here and you should be one of the new Sunday school helpers. It might be you should be helping out a crew club. It might be you should be joining a particular club in Lim. It might be that you should be coming round and mowing our grass. <laughs> it's all right, it's astroturf, don't worry. You have to brush it, not mow it, but it's all good. It might be, who knows, I don't know what plans and purposes God has got for each of you. But he will reveal it to you, he will show you, he will tell you. And you can be guaranteed that all that you have been experiencing from uh, from a very young age to now has been working towards God's plans and purposes because it, the Bible says he equips us for what he asks us to do. Sometimes we might need to take a step of faith, we might need to just 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 jump and not be exactly sure that am I going to be able to do this? But rest assured, the promise is that he will equip you for what he asks you to do. So, 
Community is really important. Make sure that you are, you are in community, whether that be in a youth group, in a school group, in a, a prayer triplet, or a small group, or an accountability group, or, or a club. The Christian life is not one to be experienced solely alone. We're put in community for a reason. God loves family. We are family. His church is his family. So we should be able to uh, share everything with all the people who we who sit with here, who we sit in other contexts, because we are we are family, and that's God's heart. It's how He designed us. It's how what He's put uh, inside us. So I want to encourage you to be confident in what it is that God's asked you to do. So from Zechariah four six, it says, "So He said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel." Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Don't fall into the trap of, I'm going to do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. God's given us his spirit as a helper, as a counsellor. He needs to be a part of what you're doing. God hasn't intended, he said, okay, now you can do this all on your own and you go for it. He gives us help. He gives us a Holy Spirit that will uh, help and encourage and prompt and, and show us directing us to the Father, showing us what it is that uh, he has for us. And be, uh, be encouraged that God goes with you. He doesn't say, this is it, off you go. He goes with you. I wonder if you can think of someone uh, who... Okay, Nick, I want you just to come up a sec. Just come up here, yeah, okay. Right, I want you to uh, to to imitate my neighbour John. You don't know my neighbour John. Good answer. Thanks, Nick. Perfect. How can you imitate someone you don't know? Paul says, imitate me, because the people around him would have seen him and he spent time with him, as I imitate Jesus, because Paul knew Jesus. So he knew what Jesus would do in those situations. He knew how he would respond to things. So we're encouraged to imitate, to, to, be an, uh, to be demonstrating who Jesus was and what Jesus did to those who were around us. So how will you demonstrate Jesus to those who are around you today? Who is it that you're seeking to imitate Jesus to? Are you seeking to imitate? Am I seeking to imitate Jesus to people? It's really tough, isn't it? That's a real challenge. Because I know quite often what Jesus would do, I'm a poor reflection in terms of how I am with others. You know, picking on your children. I don't think Jesus would pick on your children. Sorry, so apologize now. But, you know, Jesus, an amazing, servant-hearted, man of justice, is that how we portray Jesus to others? Is that what people see in us? Paul wasn't being arrogant and saying, look, I've got this sorted. Do what I do, you'll be all right. He was saying, because they didn't know Jesus, he was saying, look, I'm going to try my best to imitate Jesus. You do what I do and we'll, we'll do this together. We'll go on this journey together. Jesus sets the standard of mercy and justice, of holiness And we're encouraged, we're challenged as to how we represent Jesus, who, how we imitate 
uh, Jesus, how we represent him to others around us. I mentioned a little bit of homework. I'm going to finish with this. Um, if anyone wants to do those laps, feel free to come and see me afterwards and I can set that up for you. Um, I've got a little piece of homework here, and it's a simple sheet. The sheets are on the, the table as you leave the church. They're all sat on the table there. And all it does, it's got the, um, the reference from Zechariah on it. But all it does is ask you some questions. Now, these aren't always easy questions, so you might need to have a think. What I'd encourage you to do is take one, fill in the, the answers that you, that you think, yeah, that's, that's it, and then share it with someone else. So go and take your sheet with someone else. It can be someone you live with, someone in church, whoever, even over a coffee this week, and just talk through these questions. So one of the questions, um, what does God require of me? Who do I encourage to imitate me as I imitate Jesus? So these aren't like, you know, the answer is A. These are questions that are designed to get you thinking about how you represent Jesus to those around you. Because we're all, we all have connections and we all are in community with others. But I don't want you to go away thinking, I don't do that. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. There's an encouragement there. We've got his word. We've got his spirit. We can be equipped to do whatever it is that he has for you. You might be on the thinking, actually, I really wonder if I should be going and doing this now, or in a different season of life where you think, this is maybe what I should be uh, trying to do. Things might have changed dramatically for you in the last few weeks or months. And maybe God's just challenging you, saying, this is what I want you to do. I'd encourage you to take time out and just consider that. But don't do it from a place of condemnation, because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God doesn't want you to leave here this morning feeling guilty, or feeling like, oh, I've not done that, or I'm not really bothered. God loves you so much, so much, and his heart is not condemnation for you, it's blessing. He is delighted in you. The word, his Bible tells us that he's delighted in us. We need to sometimes not listen to what the, the devil might say in terms of like, oh, well, you've not done that, or, oh, you, you know, you're rubbish. That's not God's heart. God loves you so much. So look, look at this. Seek God's heart for you, for what you're doing. And that doesn't mean that everyone is suddenly going to become a lot busier, because it might be you need to do what Ralph was doing. It might be, actually, the season for you now is to sit and know me. It might be the season for me is to sit in that bus stop and talk to everyone who walks past. It might be the season is to go and to go to Zaire and build a school. Who knows? I don't know. God's got perfect plans for each of us. So let's this week determine to see if we can get a sense of what those plans are. Please do take one of these. There's lots of different questions on it. And do uh, follow up on it because I genuinely believe that it's, uh, there's nothing, no better place to be than where God wants you. So I want to encourage you in that today. Let's pray. Father, thank you today that your heart is love, that you have perfect plans for each of us. And I prayed over these coming days and weeks that we would have a sense of what you're saying. Father, give us space, whether it be in the garden this afternoon or 
sat by the canal or wherever it is to hear from you, to get a sense of what you're saying. And Father, I thank you that there are so many doing exactly what you want for them. And I pray that you would encourage them and bless them in that. Continue to speak into the lives of many around them. Father, help us to say, like Paul, imitate me as I imitate Jesus. Father, would we be able to represent Jesus well in our communities, in our groups, in all those we meet this week. Amen.